Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Tight end ADP review next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT and 5. I'm Chris Towers. I'm here with Dan Schneier. We're taking a look at some ADP risers and fallers at the tight end position. And the first thing you need to know, right now what we're seeing over the last, I'm comparing the first 10 days of August to the last 10 days of August in NFFC drafts, because uh, you can sort by date there. And eight tight end prices are kind of falling across the board a little bit. Not too much, but generally speaking, everyone's down a couple spots in the overall ADP. So Dan, what we're going to do, First is go through the top 12 in tight end ADP, and then I'm going to give you a couple of risers and only one notable faller so far, which is interesting relative to the rest of the position. But right now, the top top 12, no surprises, really. Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews, TJ Hawkinson, Darren Waller, George Kittle, Kyle Pitts, Dallas Goddard, Evan Ingram, Pat Fryermuth, David Njoku, Dalton Kincaid, and Dalton Schultz. So a pair of Daltons right there at the end. And I think that mostly makes sense. I think that's what the top 12 looks like for most people. I think I might have Tyler Higby snuck in there, but I'm a little higher on him. One notable riser here, Darren Waller. He was tight end five in the first 10 days of August. He's tight end four now. He's one of the few high-end guys who's actually moved up 5.2 spots in the overall ADP up to 60.9 behind Kelsey, Andrews, and Hawkinson. And I'm making the same move in my rankings. I've had him ranked like, tight end five or six most of the process. So I've had him closer to George Kittle, Dallas Goddard behind Kyle Pitts. What I saw in the preseason usage, I'm going to move Darren Waller ahead of Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts actually came off the field a little more than I would have hoped in the couple of drives that Desmond Ritter played. So we saw that last season. He was something less than a 100% full-time player. Darren Waller, if Waller's not a full-time player, it'll only be because they want to give him a, a snap or two off. Whereas with Kyle Pitts, it does seem like a schematic thing. Like they want Michael Pruitt and, and Johnny Smith on the field. So I'm going to make that move, put Darren Waller at four. Is that where he belongs? I've had him at three the entire process. Um, okay. That ahead of Hawkinson? Ahead of Hawkinson. I think he has just as much target potential, if not more than Hawkinson. And that's probably the biggest reason why I think he's a much better talent and mm-hmm. better target potential than Hawkinson. So I've always had him ahead of him. Uh, but the preseason only kind of confirmed what I've been seeing throughout training camp. I mean, Waller is the number one player in this offense. They're scheming ways to get him open on basically a snap-by-snap basis, it seems like. I'm not really certain anyone other than Kelsey has that going for them. Mark Andrews maybe has the history, but I don't know if they have that with all the receivers there. I don't know if he has a snap by snap scheme thing going on. And with Mike Kafka in New York with the Giants as OC, it makes sense that that would happen coming from uh, Kansas City with Kelsey. Yeah, I've put I had Waller down for about 22 percent target share. But, you know, in his time in in Las Vegas, he'd been anywhere from last season was more like 20 percent. Devontae Adams was there. Waller wasn't healthy most of the season. But he had been between 22 and 26% most of his years in Las Vegas. And I am going to bump him up a little bit more, maybe to 24%. And that makes him right there neck and neck with TJ Hawkins. And I, I do think it's a bit of a 
floor versus ceiling thing, right? Hawkinson, huge volume last year with uh, Minnesota, not a big play guy, not really a big red zone guy, but should be a safe source of maybe 12-ish PPR points per game, whereas Waller, I think he's a, a more volatile option, mostly because of his age, he's 31, and the injury history over the past couple of seasons. But yeah, if you're shooting for upside at tight end, and that should generally be your goal if you're going for the position in the first five rounds, I think Waller over Hawkinson makes sense. The other guy who's going up, and again, it's a, an upside play, is Dalton Kincaid, who he's only up one spot in the tight end ranks from 12 to 11 in ADP, rose about five spots again overall, but it was a big rise prior to that. So we're seeing some leftover from that where he, he was in like the 150 range in ADP for most of the draft season, if not lower. Now he's 124 ahead of Greg Dulcich. Do you uh, do you like Dalton Kincaid as a top 12 tight end? Yeah, Dalton Kincaid has been another guy. I've been much higher on the consensus from the very start. I believe in the ideas and the history of rookie tight end struggling in fantasy football, but I don't really apply them here because I think Dalton Kincaid's much better than most of the rookies that have been drafted and have been in that sample size. And I feel that way very strongly based on the film I saw. So I've always been higher on him. He's been one of my targets all draft season, but now people are on to it and it's, it's getting harder and harder to land him. I believe he played every snap with Josh Allen in preseason week two, but there was no Dawson Knox. So that's one right. thing to note is we don't still don't know exactly what that's going to look like, but he's clearly going to be on the field a lot in two tight end sets. And I would think in obvious patch, passing situations, he'll probably be the guy in those 11 personnel. Um, if you're taking Dalton Kincaid, do you pair him with another tight end? I do, and I pair him with another one of the biggest risers, and that's Luke Musgrave, the rookie sure. tight end out of Green Bay. I mean, he's gotten every snap with Jordan Love in the first team offense. That kind of, and it's funny how far we've come as as an industry, and and even those just drafting who listen to the industry people, because back in the, I mean, he only has twenty one yards and three catches this preseason. Mm-hmm. That's great, but the fact that he's played every snap with Love has really gotten people onto his scent, and that used to never happen. And I think it's smart because he's gonna have that kind of snap volume, and he's a really good talent. All right, and then one big faller, Greg Dulcich, has gone from tight end 13 to tight end 17 in a dead heat, basically, with Detroit Lions rookie Sam Laporta. Let's talk about another rookie. Who would you rather have, Greg Dulcich or Sam Laporta? Laporta, I've completely fallen off on Dulcich. This is an issue. They traded for Adam Troutman. They don't, mm-hmm. They're only going to put in Dulcich in certain snaps. If he's getting 30, 40, 50% of the snaps, you can't play that guy in fantasy. Yeah, that's been the case in the preseason so far. Adam Troutman has been the primary tight end for the Broncos in early down situations. In passing situations, it's been Greg Dulcich out there on second and long, third down. Right. But that's still going to hinder him because they're not going to just never throw when Adam Troutman's on the field. So if Greg Dulcich is even losing you know, 20 to 30% of the passing snaps, it's going to be hard because he's going to be probably the third or fourth option in that passing game. And, you know, we haven't seen him be a a super efficient player like, you know, a George Kittle who can be a a must-start guy with 90 or 100 targets. So, yeah, I think uh, Greg Dulcich's fall makes perfect sense based on what we've seen, and that's going to do it for FFT and 5. We'll see you tomorrow.